guys, welcome back to season four, episode 22 of Mel and Girl Problem Podcast, and we are doing another entry for Black History Month. Now, I want to touch on a topic that's still very prevalent, and you know, Black content creators, whether that be on TikTok, Instagram, wherever you might view comic whether that be on YouTube, Twitch, and then just wanted to tackle the um, impossible expectation that Black influencers have and the limitation of reachability. I think what's really important is, is that the path to making a career as a content creator or influencer is more diverse than it, ha- than it has ever been. From TikTok to Instagram to YouTube and many more, they're, very, they're all creative people all around the world using the internet to connect with a variety of audience, landing brand deals and become public figures. While the benefits from being a content creator are often limited to those at the very top, there's a great incentive to building an online audience. But for content creators of color, particularly black content uh, content creators, their career climb means encountering obstacles that their white counterparts don't face. On top of being underpaid and undervalued, since black content creators are tasked with being relatable and representing black life in a way that can be stifling. This pressure often comes across from their audience and tampers their opportunities for proper growth. It's very unfortunate that the fact that a lot of content creators who are able to take advantage of this incredible opportunity that come from a large audience are disproportionately white. And on top of the top five YouTube individuals where the most subscribers of all of them are white, both YouTube and TikTok have come under fire from racist algorithm that pushes down the conduct of person of color creators. In fact, in 2020, there was a group of black content creators who sued YouTube, alleging that the platform was systematically removing their conduct without explanations. Platforms like TikTok have also received compl- uh, complaints from their Black creators to the degree that they began to strike. And when it comes to brand partners- partnerships to paid and paid posts, Black content creators are consistently underpaid compared to their white counterparts. One Black content creator by the name of Ajisu Ajeri, a Black woman created the Instagram paid influencer played paid gap to show how stark the difference in pay is among different creators. On the account, the influencer offers partnership or sponsored posts they receive from brands. All users submit their raise and how large their audience is. And the results can be very staggering. One particular stunning example is this one, in which a white content creator alleged she was paid 5,000 euros to do a one-time advertisement, while a black content creator was paid 2,500 euros for a year-long brand deal. And despite these barriers, black content creators continue to thrive, whether they are pioneering TikTok dances, influence the beauty community, or provide the audience with insightful culture and political commentary. Black content creators are often on a vanguard on the internet trends we all consume and enjoy. Navigating an industry that has multiple barriers to exceed can be very difficult and taxing. As I mentioned, being an influencer is a career, just like any other career. While you may feel a desire to rise to new heights, there also may be a point in time where you decide to make a major career change. And stakes that come with those type of decisions are much different for a black content creator than people who work in more traditional nine to five. Black content creators often have a very specific relationship with their audience. It moves beyond their parasocial bounds that many of us create with our favorite celebrities because audience often flock to what is relatable to them and creators who are open and valuable about their lives tend to have a higher level of engagement with their audience. Now take the audience of a young black person who has flocked to the internet to receive reputation that is often missing in more traditional forms of media. 
black content creators can give that recognition to their audience and help them them not feel so alone whether or not brands are recognizing it these content creators have broad diverse audience and it's sometimes taking on the duty of being many people pioneer form of representation that can be a major burden they seem that all black content creators have to moonlight as a race scholar exposing their racism and industry and their the fields of enterprise. Many of them rise to this expectation, becoming vocal about the needs for their audience to take a stand. While this is definitely a positive use of an influencer platform, it's still an additional burden that white influencers rarely take on. And to the point where they can be unfair expectations that black content creators constantly have to be addressing. Every cultural trending topic that happens on one creator, oh, Stephanie Co, a creator with 48,000 subscribers on YouTube, spoke to this in her video, the great expectation of being a black YouTuber. When Steph posted a video discussing parasocial relationship with celebrities using John Mulaney and Olivia Moon as an example, some people contacted that she should focus on talking about black celebrities. Not only does she feel pigeonholed by these type of comments, but she feels like she has to be a mouthpiece for the black community, simply by nature of being a black and being a content creator. And for black influence to have reached a level of high success, there can be a feeling of betrayal from the audience. Jackie Anani, a beauty influence with more than 3 million followers, addressed this in her videos. Black influencers aren't relatable and don't post anymore. Annie went from posting videos alongside a career in the military to owning her own popular candle company that sold in Sephora. This led to a shift in her contact. While Jackie of the past would have posted videos on how to find drugstore dupes of MAC products, the Jackie of today's post videos taking her audience as she, with her as she spends 3000 on beauty uh, procedures. These obviously spreads of her success as an influencer can be alienating to our viewers, some of whom accuse her of not being relatable anymore. On top of that, she began to diversify her career. She doesn't post on YouTube channel nearly as much as she used to. And then we see in sort of the, the final stage of a black influence. Once a person reaches the height of their career, it would make sense that they begin to pivot away from a job that requires them to post on a schedule they have maintained for years, close to a decade for some creators. For better or worse, when black creators pivot away from posting on social media or stop being open about their private lives that they once were, there can be a lot of backlash. Uh, the audience feels left behind. It also became a valid feeling if you've been following a content creator for years and years, using them to fill the reputation that needs you that you aren't getting anywhere else. But this pressure can squell the ambitions of black content creators. Take someone like Issa Rae, for example, a content creator who has become the voice of her generation through Emmy award-winning television show Insecure. Her original comic web series, The Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl, that she started in 2011, and became a near and dear classic to those who were never saw that type of representation in script content before. Rain also stars as a black person free from stereotypes or caricatures. It is validating to follow along her journey. When the series ended, it left a gap in representation. And in the beginning of her career, Ray was praised for just being just like us, but she's not just like us anymore. The talent we all saw has been recognized, and as a result, she's able to recap this reward, the reward of bigger, more lucrative opportunities. And we benefit from that increasing visibility as well by letting go of our needs for our favorite creators to continue to to remind us of ourselves, we allow these people to grow. Fast forward five years from the start of Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl when Insecure premiered on HBO. For Black people, Black women in particular, Insecure provide the representation that, that had been missing from television. The 
evolution of Ray's career from internet to television wouldn't have happened if she needed to continue posting online. As a result, the world has been blessed with a television show that represents Black Lives in a way we wouldn't have seen 15 years of television. The growth is invaluable not only because it represents another marginalized identity able to be successful, but it acts as a goalpost for all other Black content creators who are still just like us. It represents what can happen when we allow content creators to focus on their stories rather than trying to con- consistently uh, be a spokesperson for their community. There's always going to be content creators we can relate to, and when we think one has become unrelatable, we can also support other small influencers, but we can't force these individuals to never change, and we shouldn't want to. It's not that the black content creators are the only ones who struggle with the life cycle of being influenced, but there are underdue pressure that comes from being a public face when you're a part of a marginalized group of people. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that being a content creator is a job, and just like any other job, it's completely normal to outgrow it. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Black Content Creators. I think this kind of speaks to a lot of new upcoming black content creators and like where they are now versus how they started, especially for me. I would consider myself a black content creator, but my niche is more on YouTube and I kind of post my videos on YouTube. I kind of advertise them on Instagram and Snapchat to get my videos out there to grow my content, but I know it will take time. And I also have this podcast platform, which I've been doing for four seasons now. And now I'll speak truthfully, you know, I'm not making any money on my podcast and you know, I didn't expect to. I know with things like YouTube and podcasts that the money will come eventually. I just have to build my audience. And I am growing as a person as any other content creator would do. And who knows, I might be streaming on Twitch Twitch one day, but I haven't gone down the avenue yet. Once I feel, you know, I can slowly confidently grow my audience and, you know, I'm not really worried about the number or compare myself to other content creators. I know we all have different niches. I know we all grow readily. And YouTube is a growing platform so is twitch and tiktok so i'm just going to be in that threshold of being a content creator who's growing along with it and with my audience who are there supporting me we grow as well and all that that i can ask for honestly i'm not trying to push growth or anything i just know that my time will come when my both my channels will grow exponentially and then i'll have a very you know positive fan base that will love to see me grow as well and i just with anything it just takes time so hopefully you know with these platforms i'm able to reach my voice to a wider audience and if it does succeed it doesn't if it doesn't you know that's what to expect with growth and, and good things come for those who wait so i'm going to continue to post my content and you know whether people see me as related like related or not that's totally fine if not you know they just listen for like to be inspired by you know my channel whether that be my podcast or my youtube channel that's all i could ask but if someone sees it that i just make their day and that my channel like my videos that i review on youtube or my podcast just makes someone day a little bit better than what they were having originally so thank you for supporting the podcast for four seasons and you know hopefully more to come and continue to support my youtube channel as well if you ever look me up on youtube my youtube channel is normally my name so it's yasmine mo i do anime reviews on theirs if you have any anime i want to review next leave a comment on one of my videos i post my videos for youtube friday saturday and sunday and then my podcast are each and episodes upload every friday around 12 noon so definitely check me out on those social platforms on youtube and on spotify and for spotify my podcast can be found on any podcasting app so even if you don't have spotify you can check out apple music um, radio podcast or any podcasting out there. My my podcasts are out there. Just look for my Melon Girl Problem Podcast title and you'll sure to find me. So definitely check out my 
podcast is from season one to season four now. And I can't wait to hear feedback from you guys. I like to do like posts and my YouTube channel. We are three subscribers away from 200. So when we reach 200, I will do a Q&A video for that. And I will post on my Instagram some questions that you like to ask me. And then I'll answer that on that video. But thank you for tuning in. Hope you all have a great day. And I'll see you all real soon. But until then, bye.